Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics, where we have your clutch starts and sits of the week. Do we? Dewey, yes. Are I mean, you sure? Yeah. I, I really hope so. I mean, we have a lot of information that's going to be premium, as we saw last week. Oh, that, last week we were spot on on so many predictions. I mean, it was great. I mean, from the kicker of the week to Young Hoku. I, I want to shout out a fan. Let's hear it. Shout him out. Kimo, we know you started Young Hoku because of us. Yes. You're like, welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, he, he's in one of our leagues, and... and, and Right when the episode aired, about later on that day, all of a sudden I get a notification on my phone that says, Kimo has dropped whatever irrelevant player he had on his team, and then he picked up Young Hoku. It was a kicker. I, <laughs> I'm sure it was a kicker. <laughs> and I sat there and go, yeah, he listened. I'm like, oh, did he you listen? listen? He listened. Good job he on his part. And then, A, he put up 175 that week on his fantasy team. Of course, Young Hoku, Young Hoku came up with, what is it, like eight? 19 points of that you're welcome we, you got it. the win specifically because of us because you listened hey, great it was, job it was good mojo you know if he didn't pick up young hoko it would it would have been over yes you're, you're welcome it, it, it was the positive you know, vibes that we're that, just giving out yeah exactly so now a lot of you guys are listening on the podcasting platforms which is you know spotify apple Android, all that good stuff, whichever one you can get a listening platform. But of course, we are on YouTube at Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football. And right now, you would see Bud in a long sleeve maroon short shirt inside of a garage where it's already pretty hot. I mean, I'm in a short sleeve shirt myself and I'm already sweating up in Just, here. Just, I mean, sacrifices for the fans. I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you are looking a little snazzy in it, but. Looking a little um, fresh. Um, you're going to have some pit stains when this is said and done. We'll we'll test it at the end. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm getting into it. Clutch starts in six of the week. All right. So first of all, first game we have, we have the 0-2 Texans. Oh. versus the 2-0 Steelers, which uh, I think the Texans is a little bit of a surprise. I think we definitely expected them to come out a little bit stronger, even though they did play against two very strong opponents in the Chiefs and Ravens. No, you saw it coming? It's Bill O'Brien sucks. Oh, sorry, we're online? We're, we're, we're aired? Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I forgot. Bill O'Brien sucks. Okay, that's, cool. that's all I have to say. Um, not really a surprise. I think the Steelers beat them too. Uh Deshaun Watson haven't hasn't been playing very good. Two really good defenses, obviously. Is there any concern about Deshaun Watson? I'm here? not too concerned just yet. I like to see it. I mean, he's playing three elite defenses or three elite teams, I should say, in a row. Yeah, it, it, it's a struggle. When you drafted Deshaun Watson, you should have saw this coming that he would struggle early on in the year. Uh, I think he's struggling a little bit more than we anticipated, but of course, you know when you lose top five wide receiver, you kind of pick up a couple average ones. You you might get a little a uh, little disarray in the beginning. So he did this last year. He did not play good in the beginning of the season. I think he's going to be a top five quarterback after week four on. 
Ooh, that's a little spice take for you. That a little, is a sp- just a little bit of hot. Hot take. That's definitely a hot take. I mean, absolutely, yeah, Ab- absolutely. It's it's, 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 it's sizzling. It's throwing. It's throwing an egg on in Arizona at 113 degrees, and that thing's sizzling in the first second. He's he's in saying, a maroon shirt in I'm a hot. garage. I'm hot right now. I don't know what to tell you, so I'm just gonna throw out hot takes like it's it, going it, out of style. It's okay? not because right now quarterbacks are going off. Don't I mean, it. it's not even necessarily Lamar Jackson. We got Kyler Murray going off. We got. Josh Allen going absolutely off. We got <laughs> Dak Prescott just going off. We have a lot of quarterbacks just killing just, it, just just absolutely killing, just killing Russell it. Wilson. So I mean, it is definitely a hot take saying he's going top five for the rest of the year. Uh, I mean, I, I I I expected him to be a top ten quarterback. Uh, I mean, when we did the beginning of the year rankings, I had uh, you know would mean him in the, the seventh. Yeah. Overall. I, so I mean, it's it's not like it's a hot sizzling take, but the way he's been performing, I'm, I'm makes not, it one. I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned about it. Like you were saying, Houston does not look good. We'll we'll, we'll give them that. But they did play two really good defenses, as you said. And Deshaun Watson, the first game, he's very lucky there was garbage time because he had two points yeah. throughout the whole game. Yes. Um. But that's what he can do. And if there is garbage time, he's going to eat that up. After these three games, I think it's going to be moving forward. If you can buy him, buy him low. He, he's a target I would be targeting right now. Okay, that is fair enough. Now, on the Steelers' side, now, D- David Johnson, yeah. he's startable. I, I don't want to start him. I'm, I'm telling you that is, right is it now. Is talent-wise or matchup-wise? Matchup. The Steelers matchup. look just absolutely just, just nasty. They're stuffing I, I don't want to start anyone against the Steelers. I wouldn't start Deshaun Watson this week. I know a lot of people are going to. I wouldn't start David Johnson this week. I would try to stay away from that matchup in general, just the way the Steelers are playing. That's fair enough. Now, on the Steelers' side, James Conner, he is back to his old form as of last week, of course. Uh, He is still healthy, playing. Benny Snell, he is... uh, not quite droppable, but he's definitely a handcuff. He is definitely Too not startable. F- fumble in each game. Fumble. I mean, the, when you fumble the ball, the, you're not going to get play. That's just how it works. Yeah, it, it definitely looked like it was going to be a shared backfield at one point, and mm-hmm. then uh, it took the turn for the worst. Real question is, James Conner, are you going to be healthy? He's, I'm asking him personally. Are you going to be healthy? And then he's going to personally answer, no. 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 But he's healthy right now. He's playing. He's your RB to start on your roster now any wide receivers juju uh he's actually right now questionable i expect him to play if juju plays i'm playing him. if he doesn't play deontay johnson is a play he has a he has play. 22 targets he's he's killing it right now yes now he is a wide receiver three as of right now with very high upside i definitely put him on my starting roster especially against the texans where i expect yep. this game to get kind of out of hand Fairly soon. Now, next game, moving on, the Bengals, Mister Mister Joe Burrow, against the uh, never heard the, of the, the d- dissolved, demoralized <laughs> Eagles team right now. It's bad when uh, I know there's a popular YouTuber EDP. Uh, oh, the Eagles guy. The Eagles guy. Oh, EDP. he's funny, dude. He, he's he's a, he's a very him. comedic guy, but it's not necessarily what he says that's comedic. Is like how passionate he is for the Eagles that makes it comedic when he goes off. Uh, I mean, he he's demoralized. So I mean, if he's demoralized, then we give as him an Eagles F in player, the chat? Yeah, he he deserves an F, F in, the, in chat. the chat. So uh, I I enjoy watching his content because every time the Eagles lose, the first thing I do is check his channel. Uh, but regardless, other than 
Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz. Are you starting anybody on that Eagles team? And you could you could talk about Goddard. Goddard's been getting a good amount of targets. Um, but other than that, I'm I'm not really touching anyone. Maybe Carson Wentz no. breaks out this this week, but I'm not risking that uh, against the Bengals at all. I do think on the Bengals side, okay, um, Mixon could be in for a little bit of a rough day. Uh, that front seven is very good for them. Yes. So we'll see how that goes. But I think AJ Green's going to have his breakout day today. Ooh. Uh, I I think he's going to get a touchdown. I think he's going to get nine receptions, 80, 90 yards. I I think Burrow's been targeting him a good amount. He has the most targets on the Cincinnati Bengals right now. I think he breaks out this game against a weak weak corner. I'm going to say Mixon. Has his breakout game this Ooh. week. Ooh, Mixon, I, I, you know, he, he's been itching it. He's been itching. He's been hitting the holes. He's been getting five, six yards. He hasn't been able to get to the second so. level yet. Hope so. This, this game, as long as he breaks the offensive line, he's getting to the second level. So are you saying it's going to be just bangles all day? Yeah, I don't want to say bangles all day. Bengals most I, of the day. I, I, I definitely hope Carson Wentz can put up a fight. I definitely think he can put up a fight. But I definitely think that Joey Burrow ends up with his first NFL win against the Eagles. Okay. Absolutely. Now, now we're gonna enter the fun 49ers versus the uh, New York Giants. There's been things all over the place. Yeah, so we, is, we have no idea what's going so, on. So, so is Garoppolo playing or is no, he Garoppolo no, not playing? Because no, I'm hearing things all over the place. No, and I will playing. be very surprised if he plays. Yeah, he's not playing. Okay. No, this is all not right. playing. No, Nick Mullins, he's playing. He's not startable, by the way. Uh, <laughs> there's probably a couple of you that might be thinking it. No, he's not startable. Jarek McKinnon definitely must start RB2 to flex. Uh, Kittle, if he plays, must start. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's all I'm entertaining on that side of the field. Of course, Robbie Gold is startable. And the Niners defense is startable. But, you know, that's as far as I'll go on the Niners. Niner, the, even with a three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, why? Because the Giants. Giants, Giants offensive line yeah. is horrendous. Yeah. Saquon's gone. Yes. And Sterling, Stepper, uh, Sterling, St- Sterling Shepard, Jesus, is gone as well. Yes. Okay. So so the Niners defense, one, definitely took a hit. But uh, uh, I definitely expect Daniel Jones to be able to dice up this defense a little bit. Really? But uh, I definitely think the Niners uh, are going to overcome that with a couple sacks and maybe a forced fumble that – Daniel Jones loves to do. If that front line was healthy, he'd be running for his life. Yes. Uh, absolutely. He would have a fun day. It would, it would not be day. pretty at all. Now, on the Giants' side, I do not think Devontae Freeman will be playing. He's not technically signed. He has to have they, – he they signed him. They signed him, but they, you, have to go, you have to undergo a couple days of COVID testing before you can enter the field. They did say that there is a potential of him playing on Sunday. I don't know what – Percentage-wise, that is, but it is something to keep in mind. I'm not going to. I'm going to wait and see and see what actually happens with that situation. I'm not starting Freeman, obviously. Um, I know the answer, but I'm going to ask it. Okay. Evan Ingram. Yes. You're going to start him? If you, it, you, you could. Chances are you, you put a lot of draft capital in Evan Ingram. You probably don't have a great better option. Yes. Evan Ingram is startable. Noah Fant or Evan Ingram? Noah Fant. Okay. No, no, no. Close? See, if Daniel, not Daniel, if Drew Locke was playing, mm-hmm. I'd say Noah Fant, no question. Yep. Understandable. Drew Locke is not playing. I'll go Evan Ingram. He played good with the backup Drew. Yes. Um, and It was garbage time. We'll, we'll see how it goes, but that helps me feel a little more comfortable with Noah Fant. 
Yes. But yeah, yes, yeah. Evan Ingram would be the start in between. Those. Yeah. No, no. I want to say, I'm going to put it out there. Okay. Nobody in the Giants' backfield is startable. Especially if Devontae Freeman is active. If he's active, it, I'm not touching it. If he's not active, Deion Lewis, I think you could put in your flex spot if you needed it for like PPR, half PPR. Yeah. As a, Fair enough. You know, I, I think that's the only other viable option there. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, moving on to their last Vegas Raiders who came up with a juicy victory over the Saints. Sorry, Saints what? Saints they who? beat the Saints. I'm I'm feeling good about myself today. Okay, it's just it, I had a nice <laughs> you can, day. You can tell by his outfit. You know, I'm just I'm I'm feeling good, feeling fresh. Raiders two and zero. Haven't seen that since they were thirteen and three. It's been a while. Um, but against the Patriots, this is not going to be an easy game. No, to harder s- to say the least. Than the Saints. I don't. I don't want to say harder because the Saints are very good, but I don't think they were on. They, they didn't they seem like off. they didn't seem like they were on. But Patriots are going to be there and ready to play, um, and we are going to be at the Patriots, so it should be interesting. Yes. Now, uh, Josh Jacobs must start. Feed him. Darren Waller. Oh, just, must start. Just. Anybody else on that receiving core? I'll say no. Uh, yeah, I I think Waller's going to be the target monster here uh, for the Patriots. Do you start anyone in that backfield? Is on the, the Patriots side, no. Yes. No, James White is only startable player on that backfield, and that is a uh, PPR situation. So I think Edelman can uh, have a pretty decent game here and take advantage of that Raiders defense. Yeah, Edelman definitely is a solid Start. You're going to put him probably in your wide receiver three standpoint, but he's definitely not going to play like a wide receiver three. Uh, you can also start Cam Newton, in my opinion. Uh, I, yes. I think yes. that is definitely yeah. a viable option yeah. with how the Raiders are playing. Not very well at all, and uh, that linebacking core is beat up a little bit, so Edelman should be able to get a decent amount of targets. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Cam Newton, definitely a viable starter. Uh, other than that, I would like to stay away from this backfield and this receiving core. Uh, now, the Titans, they're interesting. The Vikings, also very interesting. Now, the Titans, uh, they, they are throwing the ball down the field. Derrick Henry is uh, just, is very disappointing. He's obviously must start, but he's still getting his volume. So he's getting productivity by volume, not necessarily by actual production. Uh, now, Corey Davis, he is a must start because we do not anticipate A.J. Green. Not, sorry, A.J. Brown in playing. Yeah. So Corey Davis is a must start. Johnu Smith, must start. Uh, I mean, this is a depleted Viking secondary. I expect them to go absolutely off. I think this is Derrick Henry's get right game because of how depleted the Vikings defense is. On the Vikings side, Dalvin Cook must start, but he is definitely disappointing. But Thielen is also a must start as well. Yeah, I, I, you can't argue about any of that stuff. That they, they need to get back on track, and it's going to be very hard against the Titans defense that is 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 very good as well. Thielen, obviously. But the Vikings need to get it right this week. They don't get it right this week, and Dalvin Cook doesn't have a good good game. I'm going to be concerned. Uh, it's going to be week three. We're going into week four. I'm going to be a little concerned for sure. So I, I've had this discussion where you now have to have a head coach that is offensive-minded. Okay, why? I will tell you why. Because offensive coordinators, once they finally have a good year or two, they get swooped up by another team. 
Yeah. And then you have to replace that offensive coordinator. You have to replace that scheme with another person that doesn't have necessarily the identical scheme. And because you are a defensive minded coach, guess what? You just can't plug and play whatever you want there. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, like Kyle Shanahan on the offense, they don't even have an offensive coordinator. I mean, Stefanski, he's now on the Browns. You could see the Browns productivity rise while the Vikings productivity fall. And you could see every single defensive minded team struggling right now. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Like Andy Reid, Andy Reid, offensive mind. Offensive he, minded. he was using Brian Westbrook like they use uh, Hilaire right now. Back in the day when they were just supposed to be running the ball and not using them out of the backfield. So it, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So so right now Stefanski got replaced, but I mean by an inadequate replacement, and you could definitely see the offense just in disarray right now. I mean nothing really changed. I, I mean Stefan Diggs. Diggs is gone, but nothing really changed drastically to the point where. I th- the production of Dalvin Cook just absolutely nosedive. I, th- I think Diggs does put a element in that offense too, though. A, a deep threat that makes safeties push back a little bit, not being able to put a whole bunch of people in the box. I do think it changes a little bit. But yes, offense, offensive coordinator is probably the key factor in these. Yes, fair enough, fair enough. Now, of course, Dalvin Cook, if he does not have a great game, you should be in every league trying to put your nose in just, just, just get a just, feeler. Just say what's up. Say, say what's hey. up. How you doing? What's up, dude? How you doing? You, Looking you, nice. You're on three. You, you need to trade Dalvin Cook to me? Uh, you don't have to necessarily go with that. You, you, first, you go with the compliment. You go, hey, man, you're looking real handsome. Oh, oh. thank you. What hey. can I do for you, sir? Uh, now, I would like Dalvin Cook. How, oh, uh, what, oh. What would you like for him? Here you go. So for platter, oh, here, I'll, for free. I'll give you James Conner and uh, ooh. a dollar and a stick of gum. Okay. Pretty Used. Good. Cool. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, but of course, I mean, Dalvin Cook is must start. Thielen must start. Uh, other than that, I'm, we're staying away from this offense. We're staying away from this defense. We're staying away from everything else. Uh, now, the Washington football team currently has a better record than the Minnesota Vikings. I just want to put it out there. Uh, they're one and one. And while the Doo Browns also have a better record than the Minnesota Vikings, they are also one and one. Luckily for us, they get to go against each other. Uh, Antonio Gibson, not startable. Haskins, not startable. Terry McLaurin must start. Yeah, I'm I'm starting McLaurin every every week. Every week. I mean, every week. I mean, either he produces and they are now ahead, or they're in garbage time and he produces. So he is game stripped proof, in my opinion. On the Brown side, uh, guess what? Chubb must start. Hunt must start. OBJ must start. Drop. Hooper. Oh, you're dropping Hooper. I don't see him being trade viable. Okay. Like I can't, I can't imagine me somebody offering me Austin Hooper, and I go, "Yeah, I'd like him." Yeah, no, I'm not interested in Hooper in any league. I have no shares of him. Uh, someone tried to trade me in Dynasty, and I was like, I have no interest in yeah, Hooper. A, that, literally, that all you might as well drop him. Uh, there's other options, and and there's guys who have a way higher ceiling than Hooper. Yeah, we expected this to happen going into the year. I didn't expect it to be this disappointing we're now at this point he is not a volume based tight end he is now a touchdown or bust there are uh, much better options out there in the waiver wire for example Janu Mike Gusecki now the new starting tight end for the Bengals simple yeah he is now a great viable starter uh, other than that Jordan Reed Jordan Reed should have Kittles out and he's a viable starter yeah, exactly I mean two touchdowns last week against a, a depleted secondary he's got another depleted secondary up against him and you know Shanahan loves his Jordan Reed tight end now uh, moving on to the LA Rams they have an interesting running back scenario going on over there against the Buffalo Bills so one of them is losing their undefeated status 
No. Who's who's it going to be? The Rams probably, in my opinion. I think the Bills are going to take it. That's a oh, actually. Rams at Bills. Rams at Bills. I like the Bills. I like the Bills. I think they're more complete. Actually, they're both very complete teams. Ooh, who do you think? It's it's hard to say. I think the Rams pull it out. The Rams pull it out? Just a little gut feeling there. I really want to say the Bills. For some reason, it's pulling me to the Rams. Yeah. So so I'm going to go with the Rams. Uh, and I think Cooper Cup's going to have a decent day. Robert Woods is a little bit of a concern um, just because that cornerback, I, I, I think he's going to stick with Robert Woods. I think Cooper Cup's going to be moved around a lot in the slot to try to get him open and, and make some plays there. I can't imagine Tredavious White picking and sticking with a defender. I think he's going to be a scenario-by-scenario scenario guarded uh, guarding somebody. I mean, they're both the same. I mean, Cooper Cup is 1A, Tyler uh, Woods is 1B. It's hard to elevate one over the other. I, I don't know what they're going to do scheme-wise uh, against the Los Angeles Rams. Now, of course, the running back situation is tons of fun. I don't expect Cam Akers to play. Now, no. I, I, I want to rant a little bit on Cam Akers. So, I, you know, you guys might know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big Madden fan, and uh, I was watching the Madden stream where Cam Akers played Henry Ruggs. And uh, Cam Akers went out and said, I don't play this trash game. I mean, while Madden might be a trash game, I expect a football star to actually know what the hell's going on in his Madden trash game. I mean, he, he, he got absolutely blown out by uh, Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs beat him, I think it was 35-3. to hmm. It was disappointing. I couldn't believe it. And I, I can't imagine it's it's somebody, a it's a concern. It's a concern. If, if you if can't you, get something going in the run game in Madden, how the hell are you going to do in real life? I mean, people who can't run the ball run – run the ball on Madden yeah. on a regular basis. But someone who's never played Madden before and plays football is really weird to me. It seems like you don't even like football. You're in it for to trying to get some money, yeah. which never works out long term. When you when we talked about it, it, it scared the, sh- the bejesus out of me. Is that oh, better? See, so that, see uh-huh. that was better. Huh? That was uh-huh. better. So so on, on a more serious note, he's got an injured rim right now. I mean, he's got his rib injury. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to point out, Tala Taylor tried to play with a rib injury, and you didn't. So, I mean, let's think about that real quick. Come on. Quarterbacks don't get hit as much as running backs, but no, you're 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 missing my narrative right now that I'm trying soft. to trying to trying to fulfill. Soft. So I need you to agree with me. I agree with you. He's soft. <laughs> there we go. Acres, you're soft. There, there we go. go. So I mean. Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson, they're both solid flexes, especially because I don't expect Cam Akers to play. Wide receivers, they're all starting Tyler Higby with three touchdowns last week. So so it's interesting because he scored three touchdowns, but he only had five catches. So, yeah. I mean, do I expect that to happen again? Absolutely not. And for Tyler Higby to be a reliable starter, you would definitely like to see his volume expand a little bit. He is definitely a trade high or a sell high candidate, in my opinion. I would probably try trading him, especially if he has another pretty solid week off of low reception volumes. Uh, on the Bills side, neither running back is probably startable. Zach Moss might be flexible. I'm not. I'm not touching the running backs. Yeah, both wide receivers, John Brown, Diggs, both startable. Must start, in my opinion. Josh who's, Allen must who's, start. In my opinion. Who's Ramsey going to be on? Diggs? Ooh, no. You think he's just going to move around? John Brown's going to get him. He, he might be in the same scenario as uh, Tre'Davious White, where they're the. I mean, the wide receiving core is one A, one B with John Brown and Stephon Diggs, and they're both speedsters. I don't know how exactly uh, what Jalen Ramsey's uh, cup of tea is. I, th- I think they're going to push Jalen Ramsey over to Diggs' side, and uh, just I think they might shadow Diggs the whole game. Uh, we'll see what happens. I know that might be a little spice there, but. 
I'm getting a feeling. I'm not touching Diggs this week. Diggs has uh, burnt the Rams multiple times while he was on the Vikings. I don't think they're going to allow history to repeat themselves once again. Now, uh, the Bears to the Falcons. Bears 2-0, surprisingly. Falcons 0-2, just as surprising. Uh, go ahead. With that Falcons offense, it's it, their defense is horrendous. It's so. Right now. That, I mean, there's no excuse. And I'm pretty sure Dan Quinn is a defensive coach. Supposedly. Supposedly. And it always seems like the offense is good and the defense is horrible. So are you actually doing anything or you're just standing around is, while someone else does your job for you? Is he, it seems normal. Is he the Adam Gase of guru offensive minds? But on the defensive side, where he never has a good defense, but he's supposedly a defensive guru. I don't know. I'll have to do a little more research and see how the players do, because uh, you know, a guy we're going to talk about next game is is. We'll just get into the next game. All right, all right, but but of course, I mean, Julio Jones. If he's playing, I'm playing. If he's playing, he's playing. If he's playing, you're playing him. Uh, Calvin Ridley must start. Must start. Gurley must start. Uh, I, I think you could have a conversation about Gurley if yeah. you didn't want to start Gurley against that really good Bears team. But, yeah, most likely you have too much capital. You don't have a lot of better options. options. Uh, let's see. Gage, their third receiver. He's not, put up two monstrous games. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to start him this week against a very good Bears defense. I would hold off. I'd stick it with Calvin Ridley and Julio. I don't think the Falcons are going to put up the points that they've been putting up week one and week two. Hayden Hurst must start. Uh, now on the Bears side, I, I think Dave Montgomery line him up, feed him. Allen Robinson feed him. I think uh, Bears are gonna. I know they're two and zero, but I think that offense is gonna keep rolling. Now Tariq Cohen got that paid, but he's not <laughs> getting used in that offense. This guy, yeah, short, this, shifty guy, guy. Supposedly a Darren Sproles, supposedly better than Darren Sproles. He had a massive uh, rookie year. Other than that, I haven't seen any type of production out of him since never heard of her yeah would like something out of him i mean i'd like to see him lined up see him get some screen passes some swing passes get him the ball get him some space uh, uh but he's being underutilized so moving on to the next game we have the carolina panthers and the chargers who uh we're not quite sure who's going to be the quarterback i think we know they, they did say herbert is going to be the guy um, at least for this week. I think it's a great decision. I think it's an upgrade for Joshua Kelly and for Austin Eckler. Um, how do you feel in the wide receiver end? And do you it's agree with me for the running back end? It's it's an upgrade okay. in that offense in general. Okay. Because Herbert's and everybody gets a bump up. I mean, from Keenan Allen to Hunter Henry, they, they, they both have more touchdown upside. They have more reception upside. They have better down-the-field threat. Uh, I mean, Tyrod Taylor, while... He could be serviceable. He's just, uh, I'd rather not have him. Uh, the Panthers on that side, Mike Davis, he's definitely going to be a solid flex. We expect him to have most and a majority of that workload. He had seven receptions last week yeah. against uh, the Tampa Bay. So, I mean, he's got definitely definite PPR value in that scenario. Uh, Robbie Anderson, wide receiver three to flex. DJ Moore must start. Curtis Samuel, drop him. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone to add. Um, but there's one one thing I wanted to mention. Mention it. Your boy. My boy. Your wide receiver. Robbie Anderson. Oh yeah, ever yes. heard of him? Oh, Adam Adam only, Gase has every day. Adam Gase has. Oh boy. That's another. That's another player coming from the Jets, playing well. It, does no one see this? Like I I don't understand how you are an owner of a football team and you have not fired this guy yet. 
He is the biggest joke in the NFL. It is unbelievable. Go over it over and over and over again. You're an offensive guru. You haven't done anything, literally anything. You are not an offensive guru. You're a joke. So Sorry, was that aggressive? No, yes, but no. Yes, but no. So, Mahiki Becton, the offensive lineman that they drafted, is currently the one of the best offensive linemen uh, in the NFL. So, hey, guess what, Adam Gase? Congrats on your reinstatement next year for your amazing draft pick. That's what uh, I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. He does no, he picks. No, no, he, he picks. No, he doesn't. No, no, no he. he doesn't. And if he doesn't, then the GM and the owner is going to give him credit, so they could save face. So they can. Yeah. So they can save face. Yes. Now speaking of God. the Jets, they go against the Colts, the 0-2 Jets versus the 1-1 Colts. I expect Jonathan Taylor to have a solid game. Naheem Hines had what is it? One target. Yeah. I expect him to be well over involved the Niners definitely gashed the Jets in the passing game out of the backfield I expect the Colts to do the same uh, I think the Jonathan Taylor is going to be the uh, must start player of the week of the game for the Colts because they expect him to be ahead and up so they're just going to have to milk that clock and uh yeah no, I mean it's yeah. I think the wide receivers are a little interesting because you have Paris Campbell that is obviously out for the year and then you have uh, Zach Pascal that scored a touchdown last week and you have the rookie, and then you have your boy T.Y. T.Y. is not you, starting. Do you, do you feel better with T.Y. or Michael Pittman Jr.? Michael Pittman Jr. I hate T.Y. Pascal or T.Y.? Pascal. Okay. I just I just Even against this horrible Jets I, I team. Just I just hate T.Y. I, I just feel, can't stand him. I feel like this. If T.Y. cannot break a long one and do his T.Y. against the Jets, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say at this point. I, I just hate T.Y. It's it's ridiculous. Oh, so God. I'm saying he's getting a long touchdown this game, it, and he, it it hurts your soul. I can see it in yeah. your face. But I, but I had to do it to you. Fine. So the Cowboys versus the Seahawks. I mean, one on one Cowboys. <laughs> somehow, did you want anyone on the Jets? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> so the Cowboys against the Seahawks. Uh, the Cowboys pulled off a miraculous. Little onside kick to seal that and win that game against the uh, the Falcons last week. Can't believe they did that. Blew another twenty three lead. Uh, the Seahawks two and zero came off with a goal line stop off of a great Sunday night game. Very fun game to watch. Now the Cowboys they have a lot of offensive firepower and a lot of startable players on that offense just due yeah. to how well Dak Prescott moves the ball around and gets uh, efficient all around the field. Now Zeke of course must start. Cooper must start. Gallup is a little knocked down for me. He becomes a wide receiver three to flex. Uh, I mean, Jerry Judy, he becomes in the same scenario, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know how you, you feel about that. C.D. Lamb. God damn. God. Yes. It's, it's been a long week for you. It's, gonna be it's okay. been a long but a decent week. It's been a, it's been a better week than last week. Yes. Let's just enough. say that. Fair and enough. it's 2020, so it's probably been a shit week anyways, but I'm just saying. Um, C.D. Lamb. So it's just a wide receiver three to a flex. Yeah, that's fair. I th- I feel like it's hard to give a wide receiver three higher than than a wide receiver three on the actual depth chart higher than wide receiver three. Yeah, on he's the fantasy roster. He's looking great. He was the first rookie with a hundred, over a hundred yards receiving. He, he looks like the real deal. Um, we'll go from there. But Russell Wilson, Chris Carson. All of them are starts for you. Yeah, they, you have to start them. There's there's no point not starting them. I mean, Chris Carson being an absolute threat and a menace out of the backfield, getting massive PPR points and massive uh, amounts of reception touchdowns. Carlos Hyde, 
he's difficult to justify to put in your flex spot. He's going to get some volume. There's no doubt about that. But will it be meaningful volume? I just don't think so. So he's a stash and a very good handcuff at that point right now. Uh, I mean, DK Metcalf must start. Russell Wilson must start. Lockett must start. Uh, I mean, Greg Olson, you could start talking about him even though he gave uh, Russell Wilson a pick six, uh, which uh, I doubt Russell Wilson got over. He's probably not playing much this week. Uh, On the Buccaneers to the Broncos side. Yep. Buccaneers, Godwin's probably playing. Mike Evans playing. They're do- both definite must-starts. Gronkowski, you can drop him at this point if you haven't done that yet. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why people drafted Gronk. I was, I'm not a Gronk fan. No, he's Bruce Arians came out today and said he's. We didn't get a lot of red zone opportunities for him. He's not going to be running 45 yards down the field beating people at his age. So I mean, I think they got Gronk over. To make Brady happy is my assumption. Yeah, th- that's probably the best uh, explanation I could get. I mean, he even said, we're throwing the ball like 45 times a game. Chances are we're not even going to give it to the tight ends 10 times. So, I mean, if that's if that isn't writing on the wall to what you should be debating and thinking about when you uh, start Gronkowski, I don't know what will. Uh, but the running back scenario for Ned, he had a big gain. Ronald Jones, both of them scored touchdowns. I think they're both flexes, in my opinion. I feel more comfortable with Fournette than I do with Ronald Jones. Um, but, yeah, it, it's a touchdown debate. Who's going to get the touchdown? I think Fournette's going to get more touchdowns than, than Ronald Jones just because of build-wise and goal-line opportunities. Now, on the Broncos' side. Mm-hmm. Melvin we, Gordon is a start. Without Phil Lindsay, he's going to get all that volume. He, he, had a, he, had a, he had a magnificent yeah. over-the-shoulder catch. Uh, most wide receivers might have had a little bit of trouble making that catch. He uh, snagged that pretty easily, in my opinion. He's a must-start. Now, Jerry Judy, if I could finally pronounce his name correctly. I I think you can start him. I think you can start him. I think you can be decently. He's going to get volume. He'd probably be like a flex to a wide receiver three, but he's the best wide receiver that they have, especially with Sutton being out. He's, I think he's going to get a good amount of targets and a good amount of volume. Noah Fant must start. Yeah, I mean, you can start Noah Fant. It's it's always a concern when you have a backup coming in, but it looked like they had a good connection. And Judy and Fant. Fant, I feel more comfortable than Judy. Very good, very good. Now, on the Lions side against the Arizona Cardinals, I definitely expect the Cardinals to mop the floor with the Lions. So uh, Kenyon Drake must start. Mike Carlin Murray must start. Hopkins must start. Other than that, just leaving it. Leaving just it leaving on the Lions' side. Kenny Galladay, if he does play, put him in the must-start scenario. I'm not sure what I want to do with the RBs, though. How about you? Yeah, for for that that RB situation is such a cluster. It, I think carry on. You can maybe flex. Uh, not doing anything with DeAndre, um, Adrian Peterson. If you he just keeps coming. <laughs> if if you coming. really have no RBs, you can probably start Adrian Peterson. The issue is I think Arizona is going to get up and get up quickly, so he could be phased out pretty decently quickly. That's why I think carry on's a little bit of a safer bet. They are, in my opinion, all low-end flexes. Yeah. If you have a better option, even a better wide receiver in PPR leagues, I would definitely slide in that wide receiver in his spot. Yeah. Now, Sunday night game we have just just wait one second uh, favorite come on you can't can't sorry 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 sorry. kicker of the week how did you how did you skip 
your favorite segment. I'm just do, you, do you want me to say it or do you got it? You could do it. You, you were you were spot on. You did the delivery just, just right last week. Your turn. Zane Gonzalez. Oh. Okay. I think they are going to put up a good amount of points. I think Zane Gonzalez is going to be the young ho ko of this week. And he's going to put up points for you. So, Kimo, get that kicker. It, it definitely would be difficult to drop young Hoku after his magnificent, monstrous performance last week. Uh, if you have young Hoku, you should hold on to him for another week. But if you don't have young Hoku, congratulations. You have Zane Gonzalez on your menu. I mean, they're going to be driving down the field against the Lions. The Lions defense is stout enough to where they're going to hold people to field goals. But, I mean, they're not going to hold you from driving down and getting into field goal range. So I definitely expect Zane Gonzalez to have plenty of opportunities to put the points on the board. Absolutely. So now let's move on to Sunday night. The Packers versus the Saints. I mean, the one and one Saints. One and one Saints. <laughs> I know you wanted to say that <laughs> I, against I, the two and O Packers. <laughs> I mean, the Packers, Aaron Jones went off. Do we expect that to happen again this week? No. Do we expect them to have a great week? Yes. yes. So, uh, I mean, of course, Aaron Jones must start Jamal Williams deep flex. If you really need PPR points, I, th I think Aaron Jones, they're just going to keep feeding him. He's just uh, looking they, good. You know, he, he's looking really good. Williams will have to wait and see. Does does Devontae Adams play? If he plays, he's playing on a snap count. I think they really need a win, and they really need to beat the Saints. So I'm definitely thinking they might, you know, pull a Tyrod Taylor and put a little injection right in that thigh. Uh, so I definitely expect him to play, maybe on a snap count, but I definitely think he'll play. At Saints defenses, I, I think they're going to come out with a vengeance, and they're going to win this one. Yeah, they're definitely not happy with how they got uh, embarrassed, if I might say, Monday night against David Derek Carr. Uh, but on the Saints side, sounds weird. Yes, that is a little odd. On the Saints side, Alvin Kamara must start. Michael Thomas, I don't expect him to play. Emmanuel Sanders, I'd just like to say you absolutely ruined a lot of people's fantasy weeks by doing absolutely nothing. Good looking out. Thank you, sir. I mean, I started him in a week. I didn't. I, I, I already won that week, but if he got 25 points, I would have had a second league go over 200. So I was definitely butthurt and upset. We needn't do anything. He cried in the corner for hours. Uh, you didn't have to tell him that, but yeah. it still happened. But I'm, I'm, I'm. Are you ready? Are you ready this are time? Are you gonna? Are you these gonna start? Are you ready? Are you gonna start Emmanuel Sanders? I'm never starting Emmanuel Sanders. But you ready? Okay, hit it. Business is booming. Game of the week. Kansas City versus the Ravens for Monday night. It's the game of the week. AFC preview. It's AFC yeah, championship preview I mean, right here. You're starting everybody. If you can I get, think you I think you are starting everyone almost. I mean, it's a little bit hard to start a massive amount of wide receivers on the Ravens. And uh, yeah, also well, it could be I, a little bit difficult on the Chiefs side as well yeah. now. I mean, right now the volume kind of got concentrated on the Chiefs side to Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, and uh the running backs. Uh, I mean, we don't really see Mikhail Hardman is absolutely irrelevant. Robinson, he's not having the big games that you thought he might uh, on the Ravens side, it's definitely been spread out a whole lot more. Definitely concentrated a little bit more to Mike, Mark Andrews to everybody else. Yeah, Mark Andrews didn't have a great great game week two, but I think he will bounce back in Kansas City, get a touchdown. He's, he's going to obviously be a viable option. I'd start him, feel comfortable with it. Marquise Brown, Mark Ingram. Do you, do you feel comfortable starting Mark Ingram against Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, I mean, r running backs, you must start. Okay. Both of them, you got to start them, whether that's your flex or RB2 spot. Just because it's going to be a high-flying game. Well, if it's a high-flying game, that might not be good news for the running backs, but I definitely think they're going to try Goal to keep line. the ball 
on the ground as much as possible to keep uh, to keep Mahomes off the field. So they're gonna go with the Chargers way. Chargers the, package, they did, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean? Forty carries for their running backs. Yeah, I definitely think okay. that's gonna be their game plan because I mean, well, that's just what the Ravens do best. Absolutely. So I, I don't know if we need to get anything else any into anything else in this game because no I mean, I mean, it's it's kind of it's straightforward gonna be fun to watch great game it's definitely not gonna be chiefs versus rams type great but you're gonna definitely see a lot of fun action going on in this game whenever the chiefs versus another great team is on prime time you know you are set for a good one. Oh yeah so remember guys like we said earlier come see bud in his uh, maroon shirt can we get a pit check Oh, it is. That's moist right there. I'm not sure going to smell it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely not getting near smelling it or any of the above. But, of course, follow, like, subscribe. If you have any questions, start sits, trades, all that good stuff, feel free to leave it in the comments section. We love hearing your concerns and questions on how you can make your team better. All right. See you guys next week. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 